everyone, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things, Things Melanin, Melanin Podcast. We are certified hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update. Erica. <laughs> what's happening? What's popping? What's new? How you feeling? I am actually okay because. Okay. Your girl is going out of town, Lord. Yes. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. You just had a call on him. <laughs> So I'm leaving this weekend, and I'll be gone for a week. Yeah, And I am looking forward to it. I mean, it's a work retreat, but still, yeah. like... It's, it's a work retreat in Maui, so... <laughs> yes. So I'm excited about that. Never been there. I'm taking my mom with me. Yay. So I'm excited, because your girl needs a Mai Tai and a beach, okay? <laughs> hey, Mai Tai gets you in trouble. Listen, I know. I know you know. Um, hey, can you bring me back a cup? Maybe no. if you find it in your heart, like in the bottom part of your heart, where the vein is. I don't even know if there's a vein in the bottom part of your heart. <laughs> that was probably really dumb. Well, if there ain't no vein, I guess I can find oh it. Oh my gosh. If Erica loves me, she'll bring me back a cup. Hey, you not, might want to remind me. I guess I'll see what I love you. <laughs> Do you want me to send you a Snapchat message? Because I don't think your I don't know how your message is gonna be. I set don't up. know either. But I'll try to remember. Well, I'm excited that Erica's going away. Um, Wait, what? But <laughs> can you let me finish? Because you need a break. First oh, of all, I was like, hold on. What you mean? <laughs> first of all, Erica has been stressed. Yes. Lord. Um, and I know she's been stressed because I usually talk to her like. All day, every day, but I ain't been talking to her. I like been replying messages. to people's messages. I'm and my sorry, feelings y'all. be getting hurt. I, I be like, and then what makes me? I'm that petty friend because I'll see you online. I be like, this helpful <laughs> didn't answer my message, but she on Instagram. <laughs> okay, girl. But you're gonna have fun. Like I really do hope you have fun, and I can't wait to hear about it. Yes, I need it. Well, and this month, if you could just send up some prayers for your girl. Because a lot of my friends' birthdays are in the month of March. So, we can just pray for my pocketbook and my wallet. Not your pocketbook. My pocketbook, girl. (laughs) And my wallet, I would really appreciate it. Okay. We will. Because your girlfriend will be on a struggle bus all March. (laughs) And I literally have something to do pretty much almost every weekend in March. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out what money. Girl. You know, it's kind of like, okay, it's like you're trying to live your best life out here, but you're trying to save. It's the hardest struggle in the world. When you got to make life decisions about Girl. something. Like, dang, what did I do with that $10 last week? I last week it was like, Shelby, do you want to go out and buy a meal? Or do you want to eat these ramen noodles? <laughs> do you want? Do you need gas or <laughs> this drink right here? Girl, sometimes you need the drink. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be on the side of the road, but you lit. <laughs> hey. That is I have, you know what, now when I like get in money situations, different things like that, I was telling my mom today, I was like, mama, I don't even know why I be complaining. Because when I was in college, <laughs> obviously you didn't make as much money as you make now, but you didn't have as many bills. Like, think about how you could make $20 stretch. Yes. And now you be playing like, bitch, you didn't got bougie. Yes. Like, you didn't know how to make $20 work for exactly. a week. Exactly. I used Girl. to be so geek with my grandparents. They would send me, like, $20 to college sometimes. I would make that shit. That would be eating out food. Girl, I knew <laughs> when to go to happy hour. I knew when it was half-price drinks. Girl, I was at the club before 11 to get in for free. Like, let me tell you. I still you, do that. <laughs> I'm not new to this. I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. So I'm like, Shelby, why are you trying to act brand new? Like, get your life. But now, if we can just really pray for my pocketbook, um... Three of my really good friends' birthdays are this month. 
And my granny turns 85. Hey, turn up. So we're taking her <laughs> on a, like a retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be a surprise. Her heart too old. So we ain't going to be doing no screaming and no surprising. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm really, really excited. We're going to, um, I haven't been to the cabins in Oklahoma. Mm-mm. It's like glamping, like. Because, you know, I'm from the country, but I don't do bugs. Yeah, I would have to do glamping because camping is a It's no. like a cabin, but it's like full, like, stainless steel, Wi-Fi, TV. Yeah, that's my type of a party. It's right amazing. There. The first time we went, we went when my granny was 80. Um, <laughs> you know, like you see in the movies when somebody dies. Um, <laughs> like all the windows. Yes. And everybody just couldn't get past. Like, my family was really country. Everybody was like, they ain't got no curtains. Nah. But then they got over it, and they was like, so my family was packing. So if anybody ever decided to come through through their window, they would have got blown out. Yes. Usually that's how they do. Country folk always got something on them. They was packing. (laughs) My was like, yeah, they come through here, I got something. (laughs) Ain't nobody thinking about y'all. Get in here and eat this fish from the fish fry. Well, that sounds fun. I feel like we need to plan a trip out there. We need to have- Glamping only, because if I see a bear, a snake, a tiger, anything- Oh, and you know they have like um, hot tubs and jacuzzis on the deck or whatever. Yeah, that would be- We need to plan like another girls retreat, because I feel like the one we tried to do last year failed. You know what? We need to talk about that one episode, but that needs to be its own episode. I need (laughs) like something stronger than one. (laughs) That was another story. Yeah. Mm -mm. But that's what I got going on. Okay. Well, let's talk about dating and relationships because I feel like Uh-oh. we need to talk about this. <laughs> okay. So, the question is, Shelby, are you ready? Talking, the talking phase of dating, what is okay to share when dating versus talking? Okay, so first of all, define talking versus dating. I don't know because ever since high school, people are like, yeah, I'm talking to Corey. What is talking? Like, is he calling? Like, I don't understand. What is talking mean? I'm sorry. Have you ever seen that meme <laughs> of that girl that was like, such and such, are y'all talking? It was like, nah, bitch, we whispering. What you think we doing? <laughs> that is so funny to me. I honestly don't understand the difference. Okay. This is Shelby's version of okay. what talking is. Because that did come in high school. Yeah. And I was like, what is talking mean? Like, <laughs> so I feel like, I feel like, don't quote your girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like talking is like when you're getting to know someone consistently, you know, not like people popping in and out talking, but like if you just met someone and you know, like you're asking like the preliminary questions and different things like that consistently when you're talking, I feel like that's talking. I feel like dating is when you both have decided to be together in a monogamous relationship. Oh. That's what I feel I feel like, like people be trying to claim people when they're in the talking phase, I guess. Don't claim me. Like, how you gonna claim a whole man and y'all just, I guess, You don't even know a man's favorite color. You don't know where he works. You don't know <sighs> if he got issues. Which he probably got all that. So, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you, I don't necessarily know what too much information means because a lot of people in the talking phase or the dating phase, they're gonna... Say what they want to say to get you where they yeah. want to get you. You know what I mean? Like, people show you their representative first, in, especially in the talking phase. Yeah. And like you always say, if you tell somebody what you like, they're going to try to be that person. Yeah. And then, bam, two years down the line, you They crazy as hell. <laughs> they ain't nothing like that person they said. So, do you think it's such thing as sharing too much information? Um, not really. And I think you got to take into account whatever, whatever, like, Point that person is in, in their life. Yeah. For instance, I don't know. 
I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say this, so you just correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. I feel like, Francis, like I feel like if you're in your thirties, you're going to be more upfront and more direct about what you want, what you need, and what you're expecting from a person. Yep. I'm in my mid twenties, so. I feel like, but I don't know, God can have a different plan. I have a little bit, in my mind, I have like a little bit of leniency, if that makes, mm-hmm. you know, sense. So me, when I'm talking or getting to know a person, at first, it really is just like preliminary questions that I want to know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus maybe if I was a little bit older, I probably would get to the money real fast. Like, listen, what, what what is we doing? What is you doing? Like, what's your intentions? Like, what we, you know what yeah. I mean? So I think it all depends on what stage you are. But what I will say is now I'm becoming, if I talk to somebody or I'm getting to know someone, like, I start to ask, like, a little bit of, like, deeper questions without you know that I'm asking you a deep question. Yeah. Like, I'll probably ask you what your favorite color is, but I'm probably going to ask you, do you have siblings? You know, mm-hmm. like, because stuff like that matters or just different stuff like that. Yeah, I think so, it depends on where you are in your life. I totally agree with that. Well, I could, well, it's been a long time since I've taught, been in the talking stage or whatever. So I don't even know how that would be. But I feel like I wouldn't, I would go off of whatever vibes we get, you know, yeah. because sometimes... You want to ask those questions. Like, if I, I'm a person, like, I go off your vibe, and I would want to have, like, a conversation with you where it it seems like we've known each other for a while. It wouldn't be that awkward, like... Interrogation. Yeah, Inter- I hate when like, people do that. I'm not doing that. I don't want you doing that to me. Like, I'm just going to act like you basically a friend or whatever, and we're literally just talking back and forth and seeing what we have in common. Because a lot of girls try to claim a dude. They don't even know if y'all have anything in common. Girl. Like... Can we figure that out first? Right. Because then you can move into the dating stage. But that's the thing. People don't even know enough about somebody before they decide if they want to date them. Yeah. They just want to hop on the bandwagon and say they're dating him. Yeah. And then be mad when he had turned out to be the John that you thought you was dating. Not John. Talking to. Yeah. I think, I think when you're talking to someone, I really feel like one of the most important things is like, you got to see how this person moves. And you got to see like, do you even like this person as a person? Like, before we start putting your baggage in the pot and my baggage in the pot and we combine it and we combine all of our baggage, like, can I even sit down and have a conversation with you? Can Do I even have fun with you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know that's probably, like, something that's so small to people, but, like, stuff like that matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do I enjoy your company? For instance, like, if you think of whether your best relationship ended good or bad, but the best, or whatever, the best one that you've had in your eyes, when it was good, or whatever, the relationship was good, you guys. When the relationship <laughs> was good. Like, one of the high points was just sitting down and enjoying that person's company. Mm-hmm. Minus their baggage, minus your baggage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think sometimes when you're talking to someone or getting to know them, we've gotten away from just seeing if we click with this person, seeing if we vibe with this person. Because if I click with you and I vibe with you, then once we start discussing more important things, I feel like it'll start to click. Yeah. But if we just pop off and we get into, are you trying to get married? Are you having kids and all this yeah. stuff? Mm-hmm. And then you didn't plan your whole life out down. You didn't plan your whole life out. And then you sit down and have 
conversation with this person, you can't, you don't y'all don't even like each other. Yeah, he can't even make you laugh. Exactly. Because people get so excited just to be talking to somebody or just to have the interest of somebody when really that's how you get stuck. Yeah. Because then you end up with somebody that you don't, like you just said, you don't even really get along with this person. You don't really believe the same things they believe. Yeah. So it, honestly, when in dating, I think that's when you should ask the more important questions, but it shouldn't be like an interrogation session. Yeah. Like you should be able to click, vibe. Yeah. It should be just like a natural flow. And yeah. if you'll know when it's not, like, I'm like I right can't even spirit. have a conversation. Like. That's what I've been praying on is discernment. Like, I need to know, is this the right person or not? Because everybody cute ain't for you. Listen. All the glitters ain't gold. Right? So, I'm like, you could be so fine and so not the one for me. Girl, let me tell you, because <laughs> so, your girl didn't talk to some fine people. That's how to get into the trap, girl. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Erica knows this. So, around, what would you say? What was like, November-ish? What happened? This guy tried to talk to me, and I'm convinced he's crazy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was around November. He's crazy, you guys. And Erica's laughing because she know he's crazy. But he was fine, though. Very. Crazy. Yeah. Like, y'all, I just can't even. This, this is for a different podcast episode. He was just <laughs> so, like, off the wall crazy. And I'm not even going to say what I want to say because I would never disrespect a dude or call him a derogatory name like I have in my head. Mm. But, y'all, he was so crazy. I was like. You asked me out. So I'm not understanding why you acting so crazy. Yeah. But. Mm-mm. I don't have time for that. Girl. <laughs> but one thing on. Sorry, y'all. That was a rant. That wasn't supposed to happen. But anyway. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this quote the other day. And it was so true. And I think it's relevant. At least for me. And it was like. I'll let you do what you want to do. So I can see what you'd rather do. That's true. Because I feel like sometimes in the talking phase. Like. You get so excited and you build this relationship in your mind and all these things that are happening, but you ain't even watching to see what this man is doing. Because I feel like a lot of times, like, a guy will show you who he is. Because at the end of the day, if he want to talk to you, he going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. If he want to hang out with you, he going to hang out with you. But if he want to be with you, he going to be with you. Point blank, period. Like, first of all, we got to stop making excuses for people in the talking phase. Like, we need to take a man or a woman at face value when we first start talking to them. Because how they treating you now, they're sitting... The they're setting the road for how they're going to treat you later. Exactly. What they can get away with now, they're going to get away with it later. And I just feel like you do have to pay attention to that kind of thing. I mean, that goes back to standards or whatever you're going to put up with, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But trust me, if a man want to be with you, he's going to be with you. If he want to see you, he's going to see you. Listen. Like, you don't have to ask. It should, he should be asking you. Men, first of all, they don't, they like to hunt anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it don't do nothing for them if you just throwing it at them. They're going to catch it. But you don't need <laughs> to be the one throwing it at them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just feel like... Like it in the date in the talking phase, that's how people get like just a little messy and thinking yeah. that they're dating someone, and then you end up so called dating them, and then you don't even realize that what he was doing in the talking phase is the same thing he's doing now. So yeah. how are you gonna be mad? You know? I let me tell you, I've learned one thing. I treat everybody like the homie until you tell me we dating. Cause I'm not gonna sit up here and give you girlfriend benefits, and you ain't my dude. And that's that's the thing right there. That's a word. That's, I feel like that's a whole. I'm not sermon. doing it. <laughs> we can speak. On. Listen, I'm not doing it because I just feel like at the end of the day, like I'm not a perfect person, but I bring a lot to the table. So I deserve someone that's going to bring a lot to the table too. That's gonna respect me and that's gonna want to be with me and only me in a monogamous relationship. Now, if you want to play with Sarah, Jane, Tiffany, Kara, and all that, you can do that. 
But you ain't gonna do it with Shelby Brennan. I can guarantee that. And another thing that I've learned is that here's the thing. Like, I'm not gonna beg you to do something you don't want to do because I promise you that somebody with some common sense that God has sent is gonna come along and do everything that you ain't did. Yep. I believe that. Like, I hate when people be like, not I hate, but like, it's really true. Like, what you won't do, somebody else is gonna do. So I'm not really worried about it. That's true in so many other ways. That is so true. <laughs> like, if you don't, you shouldn't have to beg a man to call you, take you out. Listen. Um, talk to you, text listen, you, listen. tell you good morning. Hey, that's a whole nother sermon. I mean, I can preach all day on me this too. if y'all need me to. <laughs> but I, I definitely agree, and I think that as women, we have to stop accepting mediocre behavior from mediocre dudes. Just because he is fine, and he got this, and he got that, but how does that man treat you? First and foremost, does he respect you? Does he say what he's, does he say... Does he do what he says he's going to do? Is he consistent? Is he persistent? Is he pursuing you like you deserve to be pursued? Or is he treating you like Sarah J and Kara and going through a rotation? I feel like women, we're not dumb. Like we have an intuition for a reason. And I feel like a lot of the times we ignore that. And that goes back to the red flags. I mean, you always talk about there's always red flags, even in the talking stage. If you thinking something ain't right about this man, something's probably not right. You know, it's like you we ignore that because we are so, I guess, excited that somebody's interested or that we've been talking for months or whatever, but you still can't ignore those red flags. Yeah. We, we all have that intuition. Our gut tells us all the time. Yeah. We just choose not to listen to it. Yeah. But kind of circling back to our original question, I don't think that there's too much information. I don't really think certain things are off limits. I think it's all in how you present the information. Yeah. Like it can't be an interrogation an interrogation. I feel like it has to flow and be natural. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just feel like you just gotta go in with your spirit and don't try to like force it. I say this all the time and I'm gonna keep saying it until Jesus take me away from the earth. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> well I'm glad you sing come here because <laughs> I really thought you had something good. I do. Erica, what was I gonna say? I don't know how to okay. haven't even been drinking (laughs) being with the wrong person can really mess up your life it can really mess up your life mess up your purpose and just throw you off discourse you know what i mean so i feel Mm -hmm. like you really have to be careful who you give your time to like just because you're available don't mean you're available to everybody or to him just because he look good don't mean he good for you just because he got everything on the list that you think you need don't mean that's your man. That may be Sarah's man. Yep. But what do I know? Whatever. I mean, I you know some things. I know some things, but don't I, come back talking about, Erica and Shelby told me to uh, stop talking to this dude. Now, if your spirit ain't right when you listening to this, he probably trash. <laughs> this is your sign from God. This is your sign. Now, don't ignore the sign. But if you listen, you're like, well, my man good, and he, this might be your sign that he the one sense to stop playing with that man. Yes. And this, oh, I got another one. I'm sorry. This is about my spirit. If, this is probably, I don't know if this is related to our topic. Y'all, if you talking to somebody, this is specifically to somebody. I don't know who. But if you talking to somebody, and they're a good person, and they're a good mate, but you ain't ready, 
Leave them alone. Man. I don't know who that was for, but leave them alone. Because then when you get cut, you're going to be mad. So I'm just trying to help you out and save your life. That's a hard one right there. Because people are greedy. You know, I've had that happen in my life where to where I was talking to someone and they weren't necessarily ready. But they didn't seem to want to let me go. They ended up getting blocked. So they can't ever contact me or see anything that I'm doing. And my friends blocked them too. So that person cannot see anything that I do. And don't be afraid, ladies or men, whatever, to block somebody. Don't feel bad about it. Because I can block you and act like you didn't exist. Girl, the hardest thing for me was to stop communicating with my last relationship. And that was, actually, that was the hardest thing to ever let go. Like, but it was my choice to do it because I just knew I didn't want that for me at that point. But it was the hardest thing to do. But at the same time, I still had that door open just a little bit. It was cracked just a little bit. Like, I'm still trying to make sure you okay. Yeah. Anything, you know, going on, just let me know. But I was like, nah, because... You have so much um, emotions towards it. Like, you you got to let it go. Like, and he, and at one point I had to tell him, like, you need to let me go. Yeah. Because this is not fair for both of us to be doing this, but then not be together, but then say, like, you know, it just gets confusing. So, it's easier said than done to say yeah. let go because you could be with somebody for uh, six months and it'd be hard to let them go. I was with somebody for years. Yeah. But I've made that decision, but... If, if you know that it's the best thing for you in your life right yeah. now, do it. Yeah. And I think that all comes back to, like, when you're dating or you're talking to somebody and you're getting to know someone, you got to do what's best for you and what aligns yeah. with your life and your purpose. You can't necessarily, this is probably really selfish to say, but I guess I'm selfish. You can't worry about necessarily how that's going to affect that person because at the end of the day you are the most important person in your life and if you don't act like it and you don't treat yourself like it like you you can harm yourself and the things that you're destined to be and the person that you're supposed to be so as long as that is the best decision for you and that's aligned with god like sis you good bro you good yes when you know you know you really love somebody when you gotta pray to god to help them let go yeah like we all sit around talk about yeah girl i would not deal with that but when you actually in it you don't know what you're going to put you up with. You don't. And you don't know how hard it's going to be to let it go. And it's especially hard just because you're very similar to me in that, like, if I'm dating somebody or I like somebody, I'm an all-in or nothing type of person. There's mm-hmm. no halfway. There's no gray area. Like, we in this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, for real, for real. And it's always really hard to let go when you're all the way in. Yes. So... That's the word we got for you today, To be y'all. continued on that one. Um. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff off my chest that I needed to talk to you about anyway. So, I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah, that was a good little segment. So, we can talk about the journey now. Okay. So, this is when we talk about our journey is all things melanin. <laughs> so, let's talk about starting a brand with a friend. So, Shelby, what have you learned? Because, obviously, I'm your friend. Um, <laughs> Are you? And how do we <laughs> compromise? And is it difficult? Like, what is it like for you? Okay. So, I was, okay. So, I was really, really excited to start our blog with you. But I was really, really, I don't know if I told you, I was really kind of scared and apprehensive about it. Just because me and Erica are really, really good friends. She's one of my... She's one of my really, really good friends. I tell Erica probably 80% of things, 20% she don't need to know, just to me and Jesus. But uh, but 
we do a lot of things together, especially when we used to work together. Like, we pretty much talk almost every day. We travel together. We're friends together. You know, Erica has, you know, we've been friends for, like, what, two or three years? Mm -hmm. And she has been a really good friend to me. Like, we've been friends for, like, our whole life. And if you know me, don't get used to this treatment. Um, I might just shed a tear on (laughs) that. Anyway. And the one thing about me is I, at this point in my life, I don't call a lot of people friends. Like, you got to be my friend for real, for real to be my friend. And, like, my friends, I consider my friends, like, the family that I get to choose. So, I was really apprehensive, like, you know, what if we disagree or what if we get in an argument and things are said and things are done. And, you know, that messes up. I can say, so far, (laughs) we haven't ever gotten to that point. Do we disagree? Yes. Do we always agree? Not at all. Um, but I would say the most difficult part for me, so your girl grew up as an only child. And so Erica did not. And in saying that, if you were an only child or grew up as one, you like to get your way and you don't really like to compromise. <laughs> so that has been something, I don't know if Erica's ever noticed that, but that has been something that I've had to like, work on within myself to be like, okay, this is a partnership. So Shelby, you're always not going to be right. Your ideas aren't always going to be the best. Sometimes you are going to have to compromise and come to a happy medium. So that's been the most difficult thing for me. That's really childish, but I just feel like for us, the reason why it works is because we both are passionate about the things that we're doing. Yeah. Now we'll say part of um, a partnership is that it should be 50-50. Well, it is. Like, you literally signed for it to be 50-50. Yeah, Erica can't get mad at me because we, we got a bank account. But, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's time. basically a marriage. But the thing is, like, recently, Shelby has really been holding down the fort because I have been swamped with other things that I just can't get away from. And so, the good thing about that is that's what friends do in friendships, that's too. True. If you are just... You just can't, you just not yourself. And you have a friend that's there to go come over, bring you some food, come over, laugh with you, yeah, bring you some wine. It's that type of relationship. So that's a given for that. Because a lot of people that are in businesses together that yeah. aren't friends, that's not going to happen. They're going to be like, girl, you didn't do your part? Okay. Yeah. But like I even told Shelby, I'm like, I just appreciate you so much because you are holding down the fort. Even if it's just something small that we got to do, it's like, girl, you know I would do it if. I could get away from what I, I'm at, you know? So I think that that is one of the benefits yeah. of us um, being a friend. I'm trying to think of something that challenge. I mean, the compromise thing, I feel like you don't, you have good, you have great ideas and I don't feel like I always, I'm, I don't feel like I ever, I'm like, no, that's a horrible idea. Like I pretty much accept like everything that you say. So like, we don't have a tit yeah. for tat. We don't like, I'm not ever like, Shelby, that's a horrible idea. We're not doing that. Like, that's not yeah. the type of disagreeing that we do. Like, if she comes out with an idea, maybe I'll come out with, like, well, why don't we do it this way? Yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah. So I feel like it works. And I remember one time you were saying that you were nervous. Well, you just said it. But you were nervous about us going into this together to for friendship. But for me, I would have never went into it if I knew that, like, yeah. our friendship wasn't like strong enough or whatever but I remember before we even started I literally felt in my spirit that we were supposed to do something together yeah so that's why I went forward with it because me if I had any reservations yeah 
something. I mean, because friends don't always make good business partners. That is true. So, yeah, that's what I got for y'all. But I feel like it has been, like, really, really rewarding and that we get to experience new things together, new milestones together. We get to grow. We get to um, challenge each other and different things like that. Um, And I think the other great thing about it is that, like, we hold one another accountable for the things that we want to do and for what we're doing. Like, there have been days where your girl may have dropped the ball or I didn't do what I said I was going to do and different things like that. And Erica's never been rude about it. She was like, friend, didn't you say you were going to do this? Or do you need help with this and different things like that? So I think for me, just having the accountability and, like, genuine positive support. Because, like, a lot of people always think, like, I have, like, this, like, a thousand thing percent of like confidence which I do sometimes <laughs> but <laughs> but there are times when your girl gets really really insecure and a lot of people don't know that Erica knows that because we blog together and there'll be days like I'll be like friend do you like this or is this good enough or you know I remember there was one day for instance like this is so small like for instance like Erica makes all of our graphics so any graphics that you see are probably going to be Erica. Me? Can I make them? Yes. Is it my thing? No. <laughs> but if I have to, I will. So when we did our go-getter spotlight or whatever, I was writing the article and I was like, you know, Erica, you know, can you make this graphic? But I think she was super busy, so she didn't get to. So I made it and I sent it to her and I was like, hey, is this okay? <laughs> I was like, you can redo it if you want. I know it's not what you would do, and I don't think it's the right. And she was like, Shelly, it's fine. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, and I think it's important to maintain, like, that business partnership respect between each other, too. Because, like, we don't just do stuff without mentioning it to the other person. Yeah. You know, just doing your own thing. Then that's, that's not been a the golden rule. And I think another benefit of having both of us is that if we were doing this individually, like, it would be so difficult to maintain. Yeah. But we've been going on at this thing for over a year. Yeah. Like, and I think that's majorly impacted on that. It's both of us. Yeah. Putting in the work. Yeah. So. So I will say to round that out, if you are thinking about doing something with a friend or a colleague or somebody that you're close with, pray about it and be sure that it can withhold the test of time. I think me and Erica got really, really lucky. <laughs> yeah. Because that doesn't always happen. Like, I have friends that I love, but I would never do something like this with. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> ever, ever? Ever, ever. But ever, ever? Ever, ever. <laughs> but, yeah, you just got to be careful, and you definitely just have to set boundaries. And I think, Erica, you just said something that's really, really important that has, I think, been the glue to all of this. Or you said two things that are very, very important. That A, that we always hold each other down. Like, there are, time, there are times in our blog life or season that, you know, Erica has to pull the weight. Like, when I was in grad school and we had just started our blog, Erica was pulling a lot of the weight because your girl was stressed. <laughs> like, I was so stressed. Erica called me, talking about, hey, what do I need to do so we can graduate? Because <laughs> we graduated. Because you was tripping. <laughs> and I think that's really important. Um, and then the other thing is that anything that we do, no matter how small it is, we always tell the other person. Mm-hmm. what we did and we always run it by the other person and it can be so little but I think the thing that saves us is that when we do that because like we don't ever want the other person to feel like we're taking over or it's about us and I think it's so important to always involve the other person like 
when Erica got over here today, I was just like telling her ideas that I have, just asking her if they were okay. And she was like, yeah, that's cool. And then she was telling me some ideas she had. And I was like, yeah, that's amazing. And we usually, like I said, we usually agree. I was being dramatic earlier. <laughs> you dramatic? <laughs> you know, I've been told I can be a bit dramatic, you guys. <laughs> but it really does help. So yeah, that's all I got. I think that was some good advice to whoever needs to hear that. But don't just go into business with, you know, anybody. CC, just because y'all been friends since daycare. I'm like, fine. like Shelby said, pray about it. <laughs> and if God is telling you no, go with the no. <laughs> yes. But next, we're going to talk about our mentor moment. This is someone submitted a question to us. Hey, Taryn. Hi, Taryn. Um, and we are going to answer it. Um, so Shelby, I'll let you go first. Jesus. <laughs> the question is, how do you find the balance between working hard and playing hard? I'm not gonna lie, I struggle with this. And I struggle yeah. bad because because I I wouldn't say necessarily because I like okay, let me start over. I struggle with this because I want to be uber, uber successful. And I'm talking about, like, successful, like, on a whole nother level. You know what I mean? And, like, I've talked to my mom about this and my dad about this. And they tell me all the time that they're proud of me, um, that I am successful and different things like that. Um, So I'm always thinking of ways that I can be better, that I can progress in my career, that I can do the things that I want to do career-wise and how I can do the things that we want to do for our blog, you know, and then just for me personally. So I'm kind of like you said earlier, we were talking like I'm really, really hard on myself. Like I want to reach a level of success that nobody in my family has ever reached or dreamt of dreamt of reaching. Like the one thing that I can give props to my mom about, she was an educator for 35 years. So she, she was telling me this one day, like she really, really built my self-esteem up to think that I could do anything that I wanted to do. So, I will say, in having that mentality sometimes, it's really, really hard for me to take a break or to rest or to not think about furthering my career or to not think about how we're going to further our blog or to not think about how I'm going to further myself. But I've had to learn to pump my brakes and be like, Shelby, you need a break. I think, this is my personal opinion, I think it's toxic to be on 24-7. It is. That's just me personally. Some people are built for that. I'm not built for that. Mm -mm. And sometimes I have to force myself to close my laptop. Sometimes I have to force myself not to tell Erica an idea that I have just yet. Sometimes I have to force myself to just maybe sit there and watch TV or call Erica and say, hey, you want to go get dinner or something? Like stuff like that. Um, The only way I've found balance is that I've had to start scheduling time in to have fun. Scheduling time in to take a vacation. Mm -hmm. And it's been really, really helpful. And it's really helped my creative juices more. Yes. I feel like it's very important to have the balance. Now, granted, sometimes you just won't get the balance. I agree. Depending on where you are in your life. If you're raising kids and you got a husband. Like, you have to tend to all of that. And you. And if you work in, like... It's very hard to even try to give advice on what the balance is. It would have to depend on your life and your lifestyle. But I would say it is important to take a break because a lot of the times you perform better. You're a better person. You're a better 
friend, a better daughter, mother, wife, whatever, mm-hmm. when you do take time to do something for yourself or something that you enjoy. And it could just be, like you just said, watching TV. But it's important to not just go so hard 24-7 because you will burn out. Yeah. And you will... There was times where I literally had to schedule in my calendar, like, this is my self-care weekend. I'm not doing anything with anybody. Anybody ask me to do something, no, I can't do it this week. That's another important thing. you got to learn how to say no to some things. Because a, a lot of things we have on our plate, we don't necessarily have to do or we're doing it for somebody else. Yeah. And some of that stuff, you just have to put a boundary on it. So I think balance and boundaries go, in, go hand in hand together. That's the word. But for me, this week, I just, I just don't have the ability to just not balance. work hard. But one thing about me is that when I get started on something, I am I will work hard to the nail on yeah, whatever exactly. I'm doing. It could just be me cleaning my house. If I start in the closet, I'm cleaning that whole thing. Like, you cannot get me to stop until I'm done. Like, that's yeah. how hard I work. But sometimes that's bad on, like you said, it's kind of toxic to do that all the time, like 24-7. And then you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. So how are you going to play hard when you're too tired because you don't work hard? So <laughs> That's true. I mean, balance, I think you just have to create boundaries. For yeah. yourself in some type of way. Yeah. Learn to say no to some people. I know that's my problem. Yeah. And then I think you got to schedule that time. Yeah. Like, for me, I've really trying to be on this spiritual journey. So, I've been meditating more. I've been talking to God more. Just having conversations. Not even... I've been praying more, but just having conversations. Just talking. Just talk, 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 talk. Because I feel like sometimes I can't find my balance because I haven't even talked to God. So how can I find balance and do what I need to do personally, professionally, and for myself? If I can't, if I'm not even right with God, yeah. So I think sometimes balance comes from from getting spiritually right too. Yeah, that's tough. That's one goal I've been trying to do too is to not. I think I've said this before, but I don't. I'm used to always just waking up at the last minute and rushing to work. And then I'm mad because I'm in traffic, and then everybody's pissing me off, and then I'm already at work with a pissed off attitude because yeah. it just. How you start your day will affect everything else. Yeah. So I just feel like everyone that works hard, you do deserve to play hard. Yeah. So give yourself that time to just unwind. Yes. And you'll feel so much better. You'll be able to work even harder. I agree. Yes. So I think that was pretty good advice. Um. So now with that being said, we will leave you with words of encouragement. Boop. But before that, we are going to tell y'all to subscribe to our blog. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure you... I want everybody to check out our YouTube channel, too. I want y'all to subscribe to that. But leave your comments. Tell us what you thought about this podcast. Share it. Yeah. Tell your mama. Tell Tag you. us while you're listening. All of that great stuff. And if you're not following us on Instagram, be, free to, be sure to follow us at all things melanin underscore underscore. Yes. Okay, so the Bible verse for today comes from Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways know him and he will make your paths straight. So I love this verse because a lot of the times we try to rely on our own understanding and then that basically means you're not trusting God. But a lot of times you won't get an understanding. You will never get the reason why something happened. So that's the whole point of just letting go and trusting God because he knows the way. And what I will say is I feel like I'm literally living this Bible verse out. Like, 
right now because there are some things that I've been praying about, some things that I've been trying to do, just places that I want to be in my life that I feel like because I'm not there, I'm trying to understand and make a, I'm trying to understand why I'm not there, but it's not for me to understand why God hasn't opened that door or given me the opportunity to, you know, further my career or myself. It's for me to trust him and his timing and what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. And I think this Bible verse for, for me was right on time as a reminder to just stop getting ahead of yourself. Like you're anxious and upset because you're making yourself anxious and upset. You're not anxious and upset because God never told you that you told yourself that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like my mom always say, like, just thank him in advance. He's going to work it out. So whoever's listening to this, if you're just at a point in your life where you're not happy or you're not where you want to be or you're struggling or you're just kind of feeling kind of negative and down, we get it. Yes. <laughs> Been there, done that. I'm not going to lie. I've been struggling with it day to day, every single day. But I will say that's all make a conscious effort together yes. to just trust what God is going to do. Because I think of when I was down and out or feeling some type of way or negative and different things like that, and God always came through. He may not have came through when I wanted him to, but he came through in his way and over-delivered. You oh, know what I mean? always, yes. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys, you know, all this fluffy stuff. Because your girl is struggling. You can ask Erica. I just told her before the podcast I was struggling. It's a daily battle. I was just listening to this message this morning called Unshakable Trust. It's like no matter what happens in your life, are you going to be able to trust that God knows what he's doing? A lot of the times he will just allow stuff to happen just to teach you something. So if you're going through like a season... Just know that there literally is a reason for it. Yeah. And sometimes you'll never know why something happened, why you lost this friendship, you know, that job or whatever. Listen. There is a bigger purpose at the end of the tunnel. Like, so I can just tell you that from my experience. So I want everybody to bow their heads unless you're driving. (laughs) Jesus can take the wheel. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Okay. So dear God, we come to you in the name of Jesus and we just thank you for everyone that Tune into this podcast today and everyone under the sound of my voice, I ask that you will please give them peace. I ask that you will give them peace to be able to not lean on their own understanding and whatever battles they are facing from day to day, I ask that you will continue to just hold them with your strength and let them know that you are there for them to come to you because you have the victory and whatever you have, we have because you live within us and we ask that we will just strengthen our trust and that whatever questions that they ask you I ask that you would just show them something Lord and give them that extra confidence to get through the rest of the week in Jesus name we pray amen amen